podcast contains some strong language and words listeners may find upsetting. For those of you still on for the right, my name is Amy and I'm a British Indian. Being brown and growing up in the UK has brought its challenges. Like how has tea and curry become part of the British part of my identity? And I'm not the only one with this complicated relationship. In this podcast, I chat to friends from different ethnic backgrounds from around the UK. Each week, we'll talk about topics important to them, anything from hair to stereotypes to school life. And every week, we'll touch on pop culture and representation. We'll talk about what it's like being British and, well, not white. So get ready. Let's talk about race. Hi, Calvin. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. Let's talk about race. Before we kind of dive into anything, do you want to just tell us a little bit about you, about where you're from and your background? Yeah. So, hey, everyone. I'm Calvin. Like Amy said, uh, we used to work together. It was a pretty fun time, although short-lived. Uh, I myself am yes. um, South Asian, so I have like an Indian background. Although very white, technically, I'm Indian uh, when it comes to ethnicity, and I was brought up in Kent. Nice, nice. I almost went to university in Kent. I don't know if I ever told you that, but that's my so connection. Did I. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, I almost did. I went through clearing, but uh, I got rejected about yeah. eight or nine times before I got accepted somewhere. So no, that's Fun fine. <laughs> that was meant to be. That's all that is. That is fate and destiny taking you to your university. <laughs> <laughs> As well, speaking of that, that's your kind of chosen topic today. We're going to talk about education and careers and things like that. So I'm yep. just going to, you know, let you spiel and tell us about your experience and the topic today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when it comes to education, you might have heard uh, a certain stereotype that, you know, <laughs> Asians can be very smart uh, and very nerdy. Uh, and I guess that kind of defined me, especially like early on when it comes to education. So my family was very much like get good grades and then you can kind of do what you want. Better grades you get, the more money you can make in the future and you'll be well off. Dolly, dolly, da. You can focus on other stuff, you know, later on, like girls and all that. So I was like, yeah, cool. I'll get a good grades. And yeah, so even like from a young age, I was, I would say, doing extra study. So I'd have like homework books and stuff that I would do after school. As you can probably imagine, like some of the, you know, the white kids, uh, they probably didn't have as much pressure to do like uh, homework and stuff after school like me. But I enjoyed it when I was young. Uh, and then I guess when it came to junior school, we had the 11 plus. And if you got a good grade in that, then you could go to a grammar school. So my parents were like, really keen for me to do well. So I could go to a grammar school and obviously have a better education than I would have at a comprehensive school. Mm-hmm. So I even had like a tutor. Ah, oh, great. Everyone had a tutor. <laughs> I come over like... <laughs> once a week uh, and shoot me uh, who was also Asian uh, it kind of like fits in there uh, and I got the grades which was great uh, and I got into the Sir Joseph Williamson's mathematical school which already sounds really nerdy and it was it was sounds, like big yeah. on maths uh, big on sports as well uh, which is great because I do love sports mm-hmm. uh, and obviously I had like, all the facilities and stuff and you're surrounded by a lot of very smart people and then you know I thought you know what I've made it to grammar school I've made it now the future's so obvious I know what I'm going to do but that was just kind of the beginning of the turmoil really I would say obviously being from a, an Asian background but you're like brought up to be white I think it's quite common where some people can have like a, an identity crisis mm. so you're like am I British am I Indian am I white am I brown mm. what kind of career do I go for 
because there are typically like parents camp put a bit of pressure on their kid to be like you know why don't you become a doctor become like a businessman i don't know some kind of job that helps people and obviously makes a lot of money i don't know if you felt that pressure when you were growing up i think that's a, a thing i kind of felt it and it affected my subject choices as well so for a levels i did maths biology uh chemistry and psychology because i think i was a bit deluded in that i was thinking about going into medicine um obviously not realizing like the effort and the dedication that obviously it takes to go into the medicine field mm-hmm. uh, and then when i came to say going to uni um i realized i was gonna make the grade so it's like oh this thing that i wanted to do i'm obviously not gonna be able to do it but now what do i do because all my life i've been leading up to doing something like sciencey uh something that's gonna make me a lot of money uh what other options are there are there any other options mm-hmm. i don't know like even all my friends um i had quite a lot of white friends but also quite a few brown friends as well uh kind of like in between like one group and the other uh for some reason there weren't too many i felt like there wasn't that many <laughs> white indians it seems mm-hmm. to be like there's a spectrum and they're either very like british or the very indian yeah and there wasn't I too many that. people like in between and it's like which group do i belong to um then yeah obviously i had to kind of navigate that as well and i also found a lot of my brown friends as well would like spend time in the library mm-hmm. uh and then a lot of my white friends just tended to go out a bit more of a laugh and I was like oh which group do I belong to so I ended up kind of doing both even though I don't even like to read but it was good for doing homework because mm-hmm. obviously there are a lot of smart people around you to help you out <laughs> um <laughs> yeah I guess I never really like navigated that I know I'm going off a bit of a tangent here but I feel like it can help kind of shape what you want to do in the future like mm. career-wise um, even at university as well um, you're still kind of like finding yourself in terms of like where you belong and they do have like obviously cultural societies and religious societies like the Sikh society I was a part of the Hindu society I was a part of um, but again I found it was like very like experienced Sikhs and Hindus as in mm-hmm. they've been like practicing practicing it for a long time um, I can't even speak Punjabi. Uh, yeah. And obviously there are Asians. I don't know if you can speak. No. Uh, I'm, a yeah. terrible, I'm a terrible Indian. <laughs> no, oh, see, Indian I thought I was the only one. <laughs> so like, everyone was like talking to me in some Asian language. And I have to be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously they're, they're very like heavily religious, a lot of them. Um, so you, you go there wanting to learn more. But it feels like they've started like 10 levels above you. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I've only been here 10 seconds, but I already feel kind of left out. Yeah. Um, there was no, like, beginner Sikh society, in a way. It was just like, you're a Sikh or you're not a Sikh. But what yeah. if you're, you're kind of a Sikh, but you're not sure, and it's like, oh. There's no Sikh 101. Exactly. Uh, you have to be an expert before you start. Um, but yeah, so I kind of thought, you know what, I'd join a society and kind of, like, find myself a bit more. It never happened. I mean, I was good at the samosa eating competition, but uh, <laughs> other than that, I didn't really take uh, t- too much away from it. Yeah, that's um, that's fair enough. I remember going to university. I had I had very similar, but also very different upbringing too. But I remember going to university and um, walking up. I remember being grabbed by the the Hindu society during Freshers' Fair and they were like, you have to come and join us. You have to come and be part of us. And um, I grew up being very creative. Like I was into like 
theater and writing I was like the opposite like I told you I'm a really bad I do not fit the stereotype of the the Indian narrative at all um so I completely understand what you mean like uh, I remember feeling very sort of like overwhelmed um just in the brief conversation that I had with the Hindu society because I just never had had that completely Indian upbringing um yeah yeah it's always it's a hard one to navigate isn't it you know where does the cult like where where do you get to be you and then where do you get to like bring your culture in and things like that especially when it comes to careers exactly um and even like when it like came to getting a career we obviously weren't we both went down a similar route yeah um but you know for all my life like travel wasn't really an option like in my like household and family it was never like oh, you know what, after you obviously get your grades, you can take a gap here and go traveling and do what you want. I think it's like for most households, oh, it will open up like more opportunities for you. But what they really mean is it will open up a few more opportunities that are like high paying and are like quite prestigious. And then that's the route you go down to. And yeah. then you can make loads of money and start a family and do the same for your kids. Like, Whoa, <laughs> there's still a lot in my life that I want to do. It's not... <laughs> not quite that sure or I hope not yeah. anyway yeah um and yeah I feel like I kind of like broke the mold and obviously went to work for small earth with you mm-hmm. um, and that was after I just kind of decided to not go to my graduation and instead just go to China mm-hmm. um to travel like it never crossed my mind up until I was doing my dissertation and I was just like once I do this and if I pass then that's it I'm supposed to get a job and obviously do the nine to five but that wasn't really me so yeah. I just kind of do something like really different yeah. uh, and even when I was traveling around as well uh, there wasn't really too many like Asian people like within the US or the UK if I did mm-hmm. beat another an Asian person obviously they were already from China or from India or somewhere I feel like the kind of like backpacking culture is like heavily uh, within like white people mm-hmm. uh, whereas obviously in like Asian households didn't really seem to be a thing or I didn't come across that many people mm-hmm. which I thought kind of strange like these are the people that supposedly have the good grades you know they should be <laughs> the people that are rewarded and take some time out before <laughs> they make a decision but yeah. Uh, yeah it just didn't happen like that but I'm mm-hmm. glad I broke the mold yeah definitely and it is good and I think uh, what's great about your story is that um, some parts of it will resonate with, you know, people from you know all over different backgrounds. You know, whether they are from an Indian background as well, but very particularly, you know, from your perspective, obviously this is about race and about being Indian. It is definitely, like you said, the the pressure to live up to the stereotype to go into the science industry. I remember reading an article yesterday, and it said. Um, it was written by an Iranian woman. She basically said, I think the reason why my parents always went into science or law um, or business was because there was never any other representation for them. And we'll talk about pop culture in a second. How much does that idea sort of resonate with the fact that there is the fact that there is a stereotype and we just never seem to be able to to break that mold? Well, see, this is something like I wouldn't naturally think about and it's only like after reflection obviously you come of age I say come of age I'm still maturing I think (laughs) um but you realize like 
wow, like if I did have like more of a positive influence, then maybe I'd have more of an idea of like what I wanted to do when I was younger. Mm. Uh, like I said, obviously like things like going into like dentistry, medicine, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, business. Uh, these are things that you're aware of from a young age. And you, mm. you, you see that in like media representation when you're watching TV. Oh, there's a brown doctor. That's why I can be. But you never see like, I don't know, a brown person traveling the world. But yeah, obviously, if you'd seen more of it, you'd be like, wow, that's more socially acceptable. Uh, and that's something I can be. And then, you know, I could have picked subjects that I felt like I would have more enjoyed than what mm. I had to do. I think also when I was getting like really great grades from like a young age, so like my GCSEs, like a lot of like the maths and the sciences, etc., I'd get like A stars. So it's like, oh, these subjects are supposedly quite difficult and I'm doing really well on them. So I'd be stupid not to carry on doing them rather than obviously choosing a subject that I would have more enjoyed back then. Uh, and then knowing that I would have gone into a job, might not have made as much money, but I knew that I would enjoy it more. Uh, and obviously that realization doesn't come until later in life. I imagine a lot of people kind of wish they might have wanted to choose different subjects back then, because obviously you just don't know. But all my influence was like, you know, go towards the sciences, go towards economics, etc. Because... Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. Um, but yeah, like massively, if there was more like media representation, I imagine my life might have been a bit different. Oftentimes when you hear a lot of brown people say like, oh, we only see doctors and economics. Like I, I can imagine there's a lot of people out there who's just, who's just like, well, you know, they're great jobs. They're great jobs to do. But the problem yeah. is, is that they're great jobs to do, particularly medicine. I've always been under the impression that if you want to be a doctor, you you kind of have to know at the age of like 15, like you have to, you have to, be like this is this is what I want to do and I feel like from that age that's it you're kind of into it and that's great for those people but if you're if you're not one of those people if you like different things why can't you be something else do you know what I mean when you go to like parties and stuff I always feel like you might have experienced it as well you always get like compared to other people the people yeah. ask you like oh how are you what's your job uh, oh my son did that or my son's now this and it's like oh damn they're above me or below me and you yeah. kind of find yourself almost comparing like it's a competition yeah but yeah again that's like a another added pressure I guess that some people might not realize in like Asian communities how how are you feeling about your reflecting and what you want to do kind of in your future yeah um true true um so i would say now that i'm a bit older and wiser uh i feel like my next step in life will definitely be more influenced by my experience now as opposed to my background obviously like when you're younger you don't really have that much experience and like i feel like background plays uh has a lot more waiting but i found as time goes on seems to have less waiting in terms of how you feel about where you want to go in life Uh, and it's more about experience now for me anyways so that would definitely come first even like when i was at smaller uh my mum would be like oh how's your career going and stuff uh you know when are you going to find another job like that's what she'd kind of like tell me under her breath knowing that obviously i was making the most money even though I was having the most amazing time it wasn't like the greatest paying job in the world so obviously like they're thinking that I should be having this career now you know I've got a first class degree I should be like making use of it mm-hmm. making money but I definitely want to you know if I do go on to have a, a career now in something or other um, I would like it to be something that I enjoy uh, and that would have more weight in than like how much I make I'd love to work and travel again uh, obviously mm. now is not the climate to work and travel. 
um but yeah honestly at this point i don't really know what the future holds just this mm-hmm. is like the first time in my life i would say where wow you know i've not got a job i don't really know what i want to do uh and now i can definitely in terms of taking my next step have a more of a broader choice i would say you know so moving on now to culture talk time this is where I get my guests to talk about a piece of pop culture that has inspired or resonated with them. Uh, well, uh, you could probably say the same thing as me in that there isn't that much representation. <laughs> uh, so when it when it comes to choosing like a movie or something that kind of like accurately represent us uh-huh. in being let's say a coconut so like <laughs> brown on the outside and white on the inside uh there isn't there isn't too many like yeah. a lot of the media i found it's either you know it's portrayed portrayed by like a white person doing a white role or a brown person in a brown role in that it's a very stereotypical like asian role like i don't know putting on an, an indian accent and then working in a call center or mm. obviously being like in a low level job and that's kind of my experience of like the media uh in terms of like when it comes to like brown people like a lot of them don't really have like starring roles other than like dev patel who's yeah. the main one and even he himself hasn't been in that like too many films because dev patel was born over here wasn't he i'm sure that he's from london yeah i'm pretty sure my i have a friend who um used to work for dev patel's mum. so oh really she has, a business, she has a business here in the uk yeah um and i think a lot of his films he always is putting on the accent and he's always yeah. usually from india in some perspective it's never i never see him in the context of being british indian he's always no, indian exactly and the only thing i can think of that comes close is when he was in lion and then he was putting on an australian accent <laughs> Uh, but even then, obviously, it's very heavily like Asian influence, and he has to yeah. go to India mm-hmm. and, of course, find his family. I won't give away too many spoilers, but it is definitely one of the best movies I've ever seen. I think there's an interview from him saying, like, you know, that's one of the only movies where he's actually like not had to put on uh, <laughs> an Indian accent, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is obviously like a nice change for him. Yeah, and and like it is great to definitely have like India represented and. Um, mm. in films and things like that they almost kind of like glorify it sometimes in a way like yeah. they show the beauty of like places like india which of course there is but then there's also the other side uh which isn't shown uh maybe it's because they don't think that people would want to see it and obviously you wouldn't because it would make you sad yeah um but that is kind of like the real india even when i travel around china um people obviously go to these touristy places and they talk about how amazing they are and stuff but it's not the real china that's just Mm. a very small like part of it there's like so much more Mm. and people are willing to like take the time and educate themselves a little bit learn about it a bit more than you know potentially make a difference Uh, then they just become uh just more like educate people in general and then maybe people wouldn't even be as you know racist if they Mm. took them you know, it took a bit of time to kind of learn what it was all about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, this is a real country full of real people and full, full of real problems. Mm. And yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we were talking about pop culture before before we went on my tangent yeah. that took us like yeah. <laughs> to the moon. Um, so yeah, is there is there anything else? Is there any other? Obviously, Dev Patel is. I always, I always like laugh about Dev Patel because I'm just like, I always like to joke that there are other Asian actors out yeah. there, but Hollywood only ever seems. It's like yeah. if there's gonna be an Indian role for anyone, you're like, well, Dev Patel's gonna be in it, like, exactly. you know. Um, and if I walk down the street as well, people will be like, you look a bit like Dev Patel because <laughs> deep down, I know it's because they don't actually know any other like Indian actors. So that's the only one yeah. they can think of. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess I do kind of look like Dev Patel. But it's <laughs> never like, is it because I do look like him, or is it because you're the only one that he's the only one that you know, and he's brown? So <laughs> yeah. Naturally, they make that comparison. Yeah. No, but there was enough. even I was watching Bird Box like uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. uh, and like there was like a South Asian woman on there, and I was just like, oh my gosh, a South Asian woman! Can't believe it. And like it took me ages to figure out like who she was. But then I clocked it. I'd seen her in Bend It Like Beckham like, tw- oh, really? almost 20 years ago. <laughs> and I was like, that's like the first thing I've seen her in. Going obviously she went from like the main person in Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah. So just being like uh I don't know, she had probably had, like a five minute role in the movie. And, like yeah. how did you go from having like a starring role in that movie to then just getting like a five minute cameo in in bird box like what happened to her career i imagine it was because she obviously didn't have the opportunities that other white people had yeah because she was brown she kind of just disappeared it's it's funny well i mean obviously i feel like ben like beckham is like the most obvious movie whenever i'm talking to indian people and ask them the pop culture reference um but we did talk about it with another guest that i had um rianne a few a few uh, a few episodes ago and um we said the exact same thing about um about her and it's funny that you said like the career that it launched and i always say bend it like beckham was the career that launched uh, is the movie that launched kira knightley's career and like how crazy is that it's, it was a film about yeah. an indian girl playing soccer and it launched a white woman's career like if you yeah just needed any other proof of underrepresentation in the media it's that you know and the indian girl just, just disappears she's she gone just disappeared. She's done her um job. yeah she didn't have any of i remember seeing her in er a few years after that but um okay but yeah how did you feel like that film um uh, well being a man of course it's going to be slightly different yeah. anyway <laughs> um but in terms of i don't know almost leading like another life uh i guess obviously you've got your asian life to live and then you've also got the other life it's almost like you're like some people can say like oh you can be both but it's never that simple like it's always hard like i feel going from like one side of it to the other side because it almost feels like you're being two different people at times yeah uh, and I guess like in that movie, that's what she was doing. She was being two different people. I just felt like it was very stereotypical in one way to the mm-hmm. other. Like there was never like a, I didn't see the mix anywhere. I even uh, I think I can't remember, but I think her family was just playing cricket in the field. Like why? <laughs> why cricket? Why couldn't it be another sport? Like, I don't even like cricket, hands down. And I was like, that's just so stereotypical. They're just playing cricket. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I I completely see where you're coming from in that that perspective too. It, yeah, mm. it would be nice for them to just break the mold a little bit. And I feel like it's a very, I feel like that's just very modern as well, that we are coming to like kind of this middle ground where we are able to, to be Indian, but also British every day rather than having to have like... It does become easier over time, I would say. Once you're more like comfortable and confident in knowing obviously like what you are free to do. Um, cool. Do you have any other pop culture depictions that you'd like to chat about? The Jungle Book movie, <laughs> Which uh, I one? The, the old one, like the really old one. Even though technically uh, as well, also the Jungle Book was written by a white guy who lived in uh, India okay. during colonial rule. But well, there I guess, we go. It's, guess it's something, some depiction where brown people are, are not doctors. They're not, <laughs> they're not, he wasn't a doctor. He wasn't a That's terrorist true. either. Scared, just used to belong bad. to a tribe almost and yeah. then uh <laughs> just got split from his tribe and was raised by animals so it's so true isn't it it's like you know if that's what happens to indian kids like if you don't perform well you you yeah. get sent out to the jungle and made to live with the animals hunted by a tiger hunted <laughs> by a tiger and you make fire that would be pretty cool though he took on that tiger yeah and... i mean he thrived in that environment so yeah Hats off to that little boy. Uh, I'm just going to say this now. Mowgli was the first Indian superhero. How about that? Controversial idea or what? Uh, I mean, he could talk to animals, so that's a superpower. Well, um, (laughs) I think on that note, that was a great point to end on. Um, Thank you so much for chatting with me today and sharing your experience with me, Calvin. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Annie. Enjoyed it very much. for listening and to keep up to date on future guests follow us on instagram at race talk podcast most importantly don't forget to subscribe tell us what you think by leaving a comment until next time